Hi, this is Amber, and you're listening to Amber on Podcasts. Hi, hello, and welcome to episode number 37 of Amber on Podcasts. Thank you so much for joining me here today. I have something brand new to share with you, dear listeners. It's a new idea, a new concept, a new way of looking at the world, at where we are now. It's a new way to discuss doing more good, which, of course, I love. And I know that you will love it, too. So without further ado, let's start the show. Shane Parrish. Mr. Shane Parrish is host of the Knowledge Project podcast. I've covered the show before. Some of you might have already listened to episode number 35, How to Adult, featuring the Knowledge Project. How to Adult is actually one of my most popular episodes, and it's the newest, which is pretty crazy, and one of my favorites as well. Go back and check it out at the end of this episode if you want a double dose of knowledge. I really love this podcast, guys. This dude, Shane, the host, Shane Parrish, he is super tapped in. And it's obvious that he is a deep thinker and a deep listener. I mean, deep. The man has clearly thought out his method, his method for sharing the knowledge that is important. He is fantastic at making what's important interesting. Now, because he's also very curious, the guests and the subjects he covers are all seemingly connected, interconnected to his laser-focused approach to sharing knowledge. This guy is deep, y'all, and smart. It only takes a couple of episodes. It only takes a couple of, of episodes for you to realize that this guy is basically the Jedi master of podcast learning. I guess it has to be a Canadian. They're always so much nicer than us. And I love the way they say about. In this episode, our man Shane, he interviews a genius. Only this genius is German, so he's super fun to listen to. At least for me. If you like that movie, uh, Inglorious Bastards by Quentin Tarantino, if you liked watching and listening to that movie, you're going to love listening to this guy. I don't know about you, but I've always favored a German accent. I think they sound gracefully authoritative. Although it's not my number one pick. My favorite accent of all time is a Russian accent. Second is a German accent. In this case, the German accent belongs to Toby Lutke, one of the founders and CEO of Shopify. Now, Shopify is a website service that allows you or 
anyone with an internet connection and a credit card to start an online store for less than $30 a month. Less than internet, basically. They take you, the business owner, through all the steps to get you set up on their software so that you can build a business for yourself by selling products online. Now, this is a huge company. If you haven't heard of it before, the volume of business they are doing on Shopify with merchants selling goods on the platform is over $55 billion. It was started in 2006 by our German friend, Toby, because he needed to build a better website to sell his own products, which are surfboards, snow, sorry, snowboard, snowboards at the time. Toby has tons of insight and perspective that is definitely 100% worth listening to in its entirety. I encourage you to take a listen to the full episode with Toby on the Knowledge Project podcast, which I will link in the show notes. Today, for now, we are going to discuss the top three new and important lessons that I learned from this interview. So let's jump right in. Number one. Number one comes in the form of a Walmart analogy. Now, we've all heard the story of the small town and the Walmart. The small town has all of these cute and quaint and fair and decent stores and store owners. And there's variety and difference among them. And then the Walmart comes and the local stores survive for a while, but eventually they are wiped out and there's the Walmart. And everyone goes to the Walmart and shops at Walmart. So things start looking more similar. Everyone shops at the same place, buys the same things. And now we have the internet. And the same thing has happened on the internet. The internet already has its Walmart. There are already big companies making everything the same online. Companies like Amazon and Google and Facebook. And when you start to look at these companies, at who runs them, at who started them, where they are located geographically, you start to see the similarities, the sameness, the same type of people, the same types of hoodies, the same types of universities and upbringing and demographic, and it leaves the majority of us out. The reality of it is this tech culture is bred by a very small group of people, people that have access to education and resources at an early age, people that have two parents at home, two parents with college degrees or master's degrees. The reality is it has become cheaper to start companies for an ever-decreasing group of people. It has become cheaper to start companies 
for an ever-decreasing group of people. If you want to go online and learn the tech space and start a business from scratch without a Harvard degree or any IT technical background, you will, you will have serious challenges finding your way through the garbage out there. It took me over a year to figure out how to build a website and start a podcast. Many, 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 many hours. And that is why Shopify was created. Toby wanted to serve as a counterforce to this opportunity gap by providing an easy and accessible, cheap way for people to find their way through the garbage and start building something that has the potential to change their lives. And he has $55 billion worth. Now, number two, number two on my list of top lessons by Toby is his focus on environment. As Toby puts it, environment matters. It matters much more than people think. And because it matters so much, you have to be keenly aware of yours, keenly aware of your environment. Now, how does your environment look and what message is it sending to you? In the case of Shopify, they are a business that is focused on design and utility. So when you have a broken microwave in the office or it takes you six steps to get a hot water out of the sink, that is bad design. That's a bad user experience. And if you're at work all day with bad design and bad user experience, how could you be inspired to create good, good design and a great user experience? Your environment matters. And I see so few offices and corporate environments who truly get this. It's a big, big, big deal, a huge deal. Your environment matters. And I love that Toby brings this up in a way that we can all easily understand because it's been, it's been challenging for me to really convey the significance of this. Better environment equals better work. Kind of like kind of like in the kitchen, if you've ever if you even if you've ever known someone who's a really great cook, they keep their kitchen immaculate and organized and ready for action. Now, compare that kitchen to a person who who doesn't cook, a person who doesn't take pride in the in their food and the presentation of their food, the preparation of their food. How does their kitchen look? It's a mess. It's disorganized. Your environment matters in everything that you do. And it really matters at work, where you're trying to get important things done. Now, last but certainly not least, my personal favorite piece of new insight from our favorite German friend Toby is dun, 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 the morning routine. Now, first, let me just say that I hate the morning routine discussion. More like I love to hate it. And this is why. On many of these interview shows, the hosts will ask the guests, 
What is your morning routine? This is big on Tim Ferriss. He even put it in a couple of his books. He like lists everybody's morning routine. Just makes me feel bad about myself. Morning routines are something people want to know about, myself included. But I always get pissed off when I hear what somebody has to say because I think about myself and I'm like, hell to the no. No way I'm getting up at 4 a.m. to go run and meditate for an hour. And no, I'm not getting up at 6 a.m. and journaling either. And while I admire and appreciate those who spend their mornings this way, this is far too much of a departure for me today. I need to hear someone say something that is actually doable. And that someone is our man, Toby. Finally, we have the right answer to the morning routine question. Indirectly, Shane asked Toby, Toby, what's the best small thing you have done that has made the biggest impact? And to that, Toby says that it's important to start your day with an activity, something that will get your mind to focus, but isn't too hard. And he has two suggestions. The first one, and my personal favorite, is to have sex. That's right. Have sex in the morning. It's a fun activity and a great start to your day. I'm speaking from experience. And number two, if you are a man, you might want to try this out for size. That is shaving with a straight edge razor. Now we are living in an increasingly disposable world, Toby says, and we have overlooked and forgotten the craftsmanship of shaving. These blades are actually customized and designed for you depending on how you shave. There are blades um, from Japan that are super nice, a la Kill Bill and the Hattori Hanzo sword that she gets from Japan, just to uh, bring it full circle Tarantino for you. So start your day the right way, with a little sex, or a lot of sex, or try another activity, something not too hard. It requires you to focus, like shaving with a straight razor. I think that is a morning routine that we can all get behind. Pun intended. Toby has other great gems of knowledge in this interview, y'all. He is someone to know. He is someone to follow. He is definitely interested in doing more good for more people most of the time. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. You know, I believe everyone could and should have a podcast. My experience sharing my knowledge has been the best gift I have ever given myself. I know there are some of you out there who have thought about podcasting, or maybe you've thought about thinking about podcasting, and I want to let you know that I'm here to help, and I believe in you. It's super rewarding. So if you are one of these people and you're thinking about starting a podcast of your own, tweet me at Amber Ligon, A-M-B-E-R-L-I-G-G-O-N, and I'll do my best to answer any questions you might have. You can also email me at amberligon at gmail or DM me, slide all in, on in. All my contact information is at mytalkingdollars.com. 
That's also where you can find the show notes from today's episodes and all previous episodes. I appreciate your support, and I look forward to hearing your questions. Thanks again for listening. Love you. Bye.